Welcome to Porch Beers with the Lynx. Uh, we'll start the program in just a minute, but I thought we should preface this episode where we interview my dad mostly with some of my mom filling in some of the, the blank spots uh, in the stories that my dad didn't remember. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we note that towards the end, uh, it does end kind of abruptly as uh my father was getting a little tired, and uh, he just kind of ended it. And so it does feel like there's an abrupt ending uh, right around the time of ending his Air Force career. Uh, but we will be back uh, in the following weeks with another episode where he will continue describing his life story. I must say there are quite a few special little treats in this one, stories I'd never heard before, and stuff that frankly made me and Dave laugh out loud. So without further ado, here is Mom and Dad. Hi, and welcome to a very special episode of Porch Beers with the Lynx. Uh, We are joined tonight by two very special guests. Uh, I gotta say, when Andy and I first started talking about doing this podcast... Uh, this was the uh, this was the interview we both wanted. It was the impetus actually of the whole idea of the podcast was because we're like you know we want to have recordings of our parents and some of our siblings and stuff like that for posterity's sake. Yeah, and not just not just their voice, which is fantastic, but hearing more in depth about their lives because I can I can tell Audrey and Natalie about Dad and about his life, but this way they'll be able to hear it for the next 40 years or whatever dad specifically or grandpa specifically talking about his life. And that's at the end of the day, what, uh, what we wanted out of this and dad, mom, thanks for joining us. Hello. (laughs) Dad's shy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. The camera's not working. There's no audio, no video going here. We tried to get MSN. I hope it's not working anyway. <laughs> we tried to get MSNBC out Who's here for this far. Well, I tell you what, we have all of six listeners right now, <laughs> and it can only go up from there. Do you know what? Even if at the end of the day, the only two fools who listen to this is me and Andy, I will treasure this. So this is for us. This is honestly for us. Yeah, and uh, Bev is already excited about it, as is Cindy. So, so four of your five kids are pretty darn excited. Yeah, John, who. Uh, who is willing to text good morning every day at 6.30, he didn't respond on it. <laughs> he had no thoughts. I know everything there is about Dad. <laughs> I've heard all his stories before, but mark my words, 15 years from now, John will be like, what was that story Dad always used to tell? I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, and, well, there was... We lived in Review Gardens, which is where Dad worked out at the cement plant. Mm-hmm. And Mom said I always used to leave the house and go to the store and get me an ice cream <laughs> when I was 
real little yet. And she said that uh, the guy that run the store knew, knew me and mom and dad would pay for it, so. Oh, you had, you had a, a running ice cream tab, huh? Yeah. What was your go-to flavor of ice cream? I have no idea. <laughs> that was back, back in 40-something. Do you remember roughly how yeah, old you were? I was still, yeah, right. I was still a little kid. Preschool. First thing I remember knowing whenever we lived out there, my sister, the one that died. Sissy, right? Yeah, she took me on a trolley from there, downtown St. Louis. I don't know what we was doing, but she took me. I remember that. And that's the only thing that sticks out in my mind. That's like your first memory? Yeah. Wow. Riding the yeah. trolley with your big sister? Yeah. How much older was she than you? Pardon? How, how much older was she than you? Oh. You have any idea, Mom? Yeah, she's, I think, nine years older than you. Oh. So she was really in charge of taking you then? Yeah. Yeah. As kids taking us kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you had Sissy, who was your older sister, yeah. and you had Richard, who was your older brother. Yeah. And he was the oldest, right? Pardon? Richard was the oldest? Yeah. And how much older than you was he? Ten years. Yeah. Do you have, what's your, what's your first memory of your big brother, Richard? Uh, he wasn't around much. I don't know why. But he went in the, when he went in the service, I remember that. And he went in real young, like, I guess, 18, 19 years old. Did, did oh, sorry, go ahead. That's the only thing I can remember of him, other than whenever we was at, at Baldwin, as were, he... I remember him leaving for the service, and uh, he, when he joined the Air Force and was in in there, he was stationed up in Alaska. Really? <laughs> and I don't really remember too much because he was gone, you know. So he didn't come home much either dirt while he was in the Air Force than if he was stationed in Alaska, right? Yeah. Well, he went to, first he went to Albuquerque, New Mexico for studying the weather. He's in the weather department. Really? And he would always make sure at uh, Christmas, that us kids, Robert, 
Carol and I always got Christmas presents. Even all the way from Alaska? Yeah, he, he would them. send them home. Yeah. And one year he sent us when we was living out at Baldwin he sent a package and when we got it I think there was about two two things in the whole whole box that wasn't broke. Oh. It was broke you know, it was plastic. Yeah. yeah. So and uh before that, I remember we moved from uh, St. Louis out to, do you know what that town is named? Where I said... Oh, but it's Sykeston. Um, Poplar Bluff? Oh, it's between Sykeston and Poplar Bluff, a little town. I can't remember the name of it now, though. Just off the top of my head. It was was a big place, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it made a big impression since uh, we can't remember the name of it. (laughs) About the size of Hecker. Yeah. We we lived on a on a hill. That no lie, you you could drive up it, but you had to go way around. (laughs) Like circling around a mountain, basically a switchback. (laughs) And our well was a, a spring down the hill. Like an actual spring out the side of the yeah. of the hill. Wow. Do you remember when this was? Nineteen fifties? Nineteen like late nineteen forties? That would be the late forties, probably maybe early 50s and uh, so you had to go down and get a bucket of water from the spring that's right (laughs) and this lightning strike me (laughs) and and again this is 1950 not 1850 (laughs) did you have indoor plumbing did you have indoor plumbing like did you have a toilet indoor plumbing (laughs) what's what well, we just went outside the hill and what? <laughs> just no. on the other side of the spring <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> what uh what S- caused essex essex no dexter dexter sounds dexter really familiar. familiar but yeah it had to be dexter because okay, essex is where son went to high school and I went to a kindergarten there. Okay, well, Essex, and then there's Dexter is close by. Well, what yeah. what caused you to move from St. Louis down there? Do you remember? Was it was it your dad's job? Was it Grandpa's job? Did something change? He was. Uh, I don't. I don't really know for sure. But when we moved down there, he was going to be a farmer. Just decided to do that. He, huh? he just decided to do that. Well, his brother Fred had a farm. Well, he had two farms, I guess. 
and he was gonna share crop. Uh-huh. He planted the cotton. I know he planted cotton because my sister used to sissy mm-hmm. used to take me out in the field and put me on the on the sack. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'd go up and down the rows picking cotton, and I'd ride along. And uh, that was okay until I don't really know for sure when it happened or anything, but the son and daddy was on a tractor with a disc behind. Mm-hmm. And when, I don't know what happened. Anyway, dad fell off the tractor in front of the tractor wheel, the big one. Oh, gosh. And it ran across his chest and the disc ran across his legs. Oh, wow. That was uh, the end of the foreman. Yeah, yeah, that would... I, I would end it for me. That could be the end of a lot of things. Well, back then, them little tractors and little just Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't like when nowadays. So he just and, got back up and dusted himself off, huh? Uh, he just got back up, dusted himself off, and... Uh, I don't think he just jumped <laughs> off. I imagine there was a trip to the hospital. <laughs> and that's where Link Toughness really <laughs> took root. Uh-huh. And and that was the end of it, and you guys packed up and moved that to... the end of the foreman. And then, I don't know, I don't remember what he did then, that did then. But I, when we moved from, from the farm onto the top of the hill, Sissy was with us, I know, because... She, her boyfriend lived, I guess you'd say, the next, next hill over. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mom always made me wear a skirt. <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> wow! Well, it was a... I killed. A dress. Yeah? You know, with a skirt. I don't know why, but... She didn't give a reason, or you, you just... I guess I was just happy to have some clothes. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't have a lot of money, so... Now, um, one story that I think I remember you and Mom telling was that... I think when you lived there on the hill, that it was basically a shack, right? I mean, it just wasn't much more than... Yeah, it was a shack. When we got ready to move... From there, um, some of Dad's relation, a Kelly, I think it was, had a tractor trailer, and we threw all our stuff on the tractor trailer and brought us up, up to Missouri, up to Illinois. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what he did then. 
Yeah. You don't you don't remember if it was a job again that brought you guys up here? Well, I think he came up here to figure the grass was greener on the other side. <laughs> was he was he kind of a guy who always thought the grass was greener somewhere else? Well, you might say that. <laughs> Mom is smiling right now, by the way, and giggling to herself, just for context. <laughs> I think I think maybe Mom was more. Really? More so than Dad, don't you? She and, and uh, her brothers <coughs> and sisters lived up here, or at Baldwin, or around there. Yeah. And uh, so that's where we moved. And we moved from up on the hill to a, a place that was flat. <laughs> but over our, our ways, it was, it was a hill going down to the river. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... That's where I went to school from there. Uh, that's probably in the first, no. Maybe second grade. And went from there. From this house had no electric. Oh, fun. And this other one, this one on the hill never had electric. Well, yeah, right. yeah, I assume, yeah. But we had a, a well outside. Like a real well this time, not just a spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You moved up. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Cue the theme song, so, the Jeffersons. <laughs> and that place was cold, colder than a well digger. <laughs> and we, we moved from there. Down to river, the Kaskaskia River. Moved from there into Baldwin in a shack that was about ready to fall over. Oh, oh good. Gosh. It was leaning, wasn't it, Mother? That's what you said. Oh. I, look, I didn't see it. Well, it was leaning. That's how bad that. it was. And again, no power, no electricity or anything like that there either, oh, right? Oh, yeah. We had electric there. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. You are moving up. We moved up in the world. But, I, <laughs> but you did feel like you were always kind of slanted when you were walking, or, though. At any but, given moment, the walls <laughs> might collapse. It didn't lay it really that bad, but it leaned. Yeah. It was a two-story house, and that we leaned, and we went in there. How How novel or how cool must it have been to move into a house with electric for the first time that was it yeah the first time yeah that had to be really life-changing yeah well, we moved up yeah <laughs> <laughs> the only thing um, this house had windows i mean these little windows on the one side so bad that when I read it, it hailed one night and it broke out I don't know how many windows oh, God. out of that thing 
Dad put him in, and we stayed there. And that, we heated and cooked with coal. Really? And yeah, and our ice box was not an ice box. Not this it was ice in a box. That's what carted yeah. ice in to to yeah. freeze it. Yeah. And so then this must have been like 1954 or five. Then at this point. Um, well, let's see. You were born in '41, so you said you were in like second grade. So that would put you still um, around 1950. What grades did you go to while you were in Baldwin School? First, whenever we came up here, what was the first? They grade wouldn't. In? They wouldn't take me. Take my. What do you call them? Because you're I too smart. It's in the middle of the school term. Oh. Oh, and they put you back a year. Huh? They put you back a year. Yeah, they put me back instead of keeping me in, or sticking me in the next one. So I think it was probably the first grade. Was this a uh, one-room schoolhouse type of situation, or was this like a actual bigger school with like a couple of different classrooms? Oh, when I went to school in Baldwin? Yeah. Oh, that was a... What they did, they took the high school and they quit teaching high schools. So we got the first, second, third, and fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh, and eighth grades out of it. Yeah. And... uh, I guess, I don't know. Somebody said that I put put this girl in front of me, her hair down through the inkwell, <laughs> and I pulled on it. I don't know why, but... <laughs> that doesn't sound like anything you would do. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> You say somebody told you that you did this. You don't remember doing this? No, I don't think so. Well, there's been so many shenanigans in Dad's life, I can't remember the early ones. And, well, that wasn't it. The other thing was I was in about the sixth grade then, and all the kids had roller skates but me. At dinner time, after lunch, you know, we had an hour, I think, or somewhere around there. Anyway, all the kids would go out and roller skate. We had a, we had concrete for the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and then the front door of the school was about oh, eight, ten foot wide, and that was all solid concrete out to the sidewalk and then sidewalk was concrete well they'd all be roller skating and here i am without any roller skates (laughs) so (laughs) guess what i did (laughs) you'd throw sticks out in front of the kids with the roller skates (laughs) i got chat out of the street (laughs) throw it on there (laughs) so they would trip over that Uh, well, that uh, that actually answers my next question was, what kind of a student kid were you? Were you the, the troublemaker? That just sums it up. You could, 
<laughs> don't even have to ask that one now. Were you a, were you pretty good at school? Oh, like were you... that was that was when we moved from Baldwin out into the country, and we had electric, but no plumbing. Yeah. We had a plumbing. It was about. 200 yards away from the house. Like in a campground bathroom kind of thing? <laughs> like in a camp like campground a, bathroom situation? Like house. Wow. It's <laughs> so, a lot of cold nights yeah. in, the, in January, Hefner. <laughs> but in that generation, that really wasn't unusual. Um, I knew very few people that had an indoor bathroom when I was in grade school. Oh, okay. So for other kids in your class, that wasn't like you were the only one without. There's a lot of other kids without indoor plumbing at that point, right. too. They then. still would have outhouses. Did you ever feel without? Like, did you ever feel like, oh, I'm the poor kid or I'm the um, outcast or anything like that? No. Only time I went, felt that. That I was out of place was whenever we, you know, Vaughn McBride. Mm-hmm. Well, he had a brother, Leon. And them two was, uh, Leon was the uh, same age as me. Vaughn was the same age as Carol. Well, we would go over to his house and watch Howdy Doody and. What was that other program on about that time? Um, the Lone Ranger. No, it was Wrangler Club. Huh? The Ooh. Wrangler Club was on at 5 o'clock. All about jeans. All about <laughs> jeans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we right were, out of St. Louis. They had a television. Yeah, they had a TV. Uh, uh, I see. So we went over there and watched TV, and they had a bathroom on it. Inside of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever just think about moving into one of their closets and hoping no one noticed? (laughs) Did they live nearby that you could be like, I'm just going to go over to my cousin's house for a little while after school? So we moved from the river in the town. From in the town, out in the country. Um, That was four... Four places I remember going. Uh, and this uh, was while he was in grade school. Right, right. Gosh. I don't think we got to sixth grade yet, yeah. have we? Because <laughs> he did go to high school in Sparta his first year. Yeah. He spent, went to Sparta, so they were still in Baldwin at that time. And then we moved up to Smithton, and we had an indoor bathroom. Nice. We moved and wasn't up. that by the lumber yard? Huh? Wasn't that where the lumber yard is yeah. or was? Above the post office. Oh, huh. And then we moved from there. We moved out in the country. So this was six times, seven times. I don't know. I lost count. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we replay the tape, we'll count them. (laughs) When you moved out the country this time, wasn't it still kind of in Smithen? It was... Up here. Right up here, yeah. up that, um, that, was that Robinson that little, School Road. In that little woods. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where he lived when I met him. Well, actually, I met him when he lived in Smithton, but I only saw him one time, and then I never saw him again until he was living out here in the country. 
He was like a specter that just comes in and out of your life as you're growing up. That was just the way it worked. Yeah. She, she didn't want to move a whole bunch of times. So right. She didn't want nothing to do with me. I would like to point out that mom just answered the phone mom in the middle of this. The phone. Someone was calling her and she needed to uh, take that. Anything yeah. to get away from us, Dave. I see, that's when I was in the sophomore. Sophomore in high school, I went to Freeburg. One year at Sparta, and then went three years at Freeburg. And I was going with another girl. But was she a hottie? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> so, actually, real quick, before we get into high school too much, I want to ask you one thing. And it's about, did you play baseball growing up? About what? Did you play baseball growing up? Like, were you, did you play, did you ever play organized sports at all? No. No? I couldn't. I rode the bus. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't. Well, but when you lived in the city, I didn't know if that was a, an opportunity for you then to be able to do that. Well, not really, because I wouldn't. They didn't have buses running kids home after basketball or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I played Cory League when I lived at Malwin. Yeah. And went to grade school. I was a, the pitcher or the first base, either one of the two. That's where I started. Yeah. But I, when I went to high school, I never played sports. No. So, um. Missed. Oh, go ahead. Missed out on all the good fun. <laughs> yeah, all the good fun of high school sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, so how many years did you play baseball then? Like two, three, four? Oh, probably about two years when I was down there. Yeah? So what kind of hitter were you? What? What kind of hitter were you? What kind of a hitter? Yeah, power hitter, slap hitter. Uh, I wasn't that great. Well, that's where I get that's it from. Right. <laughs> so you were all glove, no offense, right? Huh? You were a gold glove like fielder, but you couldn't hit the ball. No, I didn't play outfield. No, <laughs> no at first base. At, like at first base, yeah. could you field the ball really well over there? Oh, I thought I did all right. Ah, maybe that's where uh, I get my first baseman's prowess from. Ace, when I pitched, I was pretty good at pitching, but I couldn't keep up with all the outs and everything. Yeah. You know, so I got demoted. <laughs> <laughs> So you're out on the mound, and you would just forget how many outs there were all the time? No. I didn't forget how many outs there was. I just, I just wasn't that great, you know, as good as what some of the other ones were. Did you ever, did you ever get mad on the mound and throw a ball on purpose to try and hit a batter? Huh? <clears throat> did you ever get mad when you were pitching and get you know, throw the ball intentionally at a batter? No. No? I probably wanted to, but I never. <laughs> I also have never done that yeah. before. <laughs> right. Neither here. <laughs> and, uh, and then I went from Smithton out to the country. Yeah. Uh, and then I went, I probably had two years out there. I lived two years out. 
uh, nut house. Yeah. Because uh, that's where I went in the service when I was there. I went out, I, I started working for her dad, Irma's dad. Uh, probably my senior year. He paid a paid a whopping fee, you know. Okay. So, so let's go back though a moment here on this because we can't just go into yeah. <laughs> you starting to work for mom's dad all of a sudden. Well, there's there's more to yeah. this story. Did, is that how you met mom? Was because you 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 went to work for <laughs> Grandpa Parker? And you met mom through that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you were looking for a summer job, and you got a job with grandpa working on the farm. I just worked in the the summertime or days off, or like a Saturday or Sunday, whenever he needed somebody. Yeah. And And mom would bring out lemonade to, you know, cool you guys down, and you'd be like... He'd take the bucket of water and drench it over himself. <laughs> it was the cover of a romance novel. Pop that shirt off and be like, ah, oh, do you see those hay bales I lifted? <sighs> so many heavy things. <laughs> uh, no, is that, uh, were you dating anybody at the time? Like when you, when you first worked to, went to work for grandpa, were you dating a girl at the time? Was that one? Dating a girl at the time? Oh. Mm. I don't think so. I I just went out with Irma. So. Okay. You just went out with Irma. Again, you're burying the lead here. <laughs> you were just skipping parts. So, hey, actually, what we're going to do is, is we are going to start the, uh, the uh, what, John Irma romance after our break real quick. Yeah, I think we, well, maybe before we get into the John Irma romance while mom's in the other room, I would like to address one question. Oh, yeah. First girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Huh? First girlfriend. My first girlfriend? I guess I was in about the seventh or eighth grade. Little Karen Spinney. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how names like that come back, right? Yeah. And then we moved into, to Smithen, and I got hooked up with this redhead. <laughs> they are dangerous. Uh, Darlene Ledbetter, and we went from from her to went to Irma. So only so, two girlfriends before uh, before mom, huh? Yeah. You were a you were a one uh, horse kind of guy, huh? Oh, I didn't like running around. No. <laughs> Girls get expensive. Besides, I never had a car. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. My senior prom was in Freeburg, and my brother let me use his car. Dad wouldn't hardly turn loose of the car for nothing. <laughs> he had a 55 Pontiac convertible. He let me have that to go to the Prom. 55 Pontiac convertible. And and your dad finally let you drive that to the prom. No, your brother did. Brother. Your brother did, son. Okay. My dad had a 56 Ford custom green four-door. See? So that was a nice <laughs> that car is a at the nice time, car. right? I mean, like, that had to be a 
not a cheap car. For all of you, you know, listening now, pulling up pictures of a 55 Pontiac convertible, that's pretty nice. Yep, I drive that around. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. This for a, is gray and white. Yeah. For a prom date, I, I imagine that went well. So there you go. But you know what? I tell you what, like Andy said, we'll, we'll, I, I really just wanted to get that question of past loves out of the way while mom's in the other room. But we will pause here. Yep. And we will get we'll into take some... a quick break. And quick we'll, break. yeah, quick break. You know, we got to stretch and. You got to schedule. <laughs> stretch. We got to stand up and stretch. Stretch. Refill our drinks and, uh, you know, let our sponsors pay the uh, bills. That's true. Which, uh, by the way. I would like to thank our sponsor again, Mascuda Community first, Lanes. Oh, nope, go ahead. My first car I bought with money and working for her dad is a 52 Ford. Yeah. Four-door green. It was a kind of a moss green. Yeah, moss green. Yeah. I don't like the color of your bathroom right now. I guess that's more no. sea foam. Yeah, it's pricey. That's the color Dad's was. Oh, okay. And ours was kind of, or mine was kind of a moss-colored green. Yeah. And I was over at her house a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You said it was a four-door? Yeah, they were both four-door. And that was your first car that you got with money you earned from your first job. Your first job was with yeah. Grandpa, right? Yeah. You didn't have any other, like, summer jobs growing up nope. at all? Wow. I couldn't. I didn't have no way to get there and back. Uh, that's true. Yeah. And that's true, but I'm kind of surprised, again, you know, Grandma and Grandpa didn't make you get a job of some kind to earn some extra money. And uh, I worked... Worked over there and got that car. And then one Sunday, I was over there and Irma's mom was going to make homemade ice cream. And I decided I wanted some ice cream. <laughs> so Norma and I went to Hecker to Roy and Betty's Creamy and got ice cream. And... When we got back, it was all melted, <laughs> all, all over Norma. Ask her sometime. I, she she has relayed that story that before. Story, yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> Just melted all down. Uh, her yeah. uh, so and you that, couldn't wait for the homemade ice cream from Grandma. You had to go get other I had ice to go cream. Get ice cream. <laughs> I feel like there's some uh, impulsive tendencies. I feel like there's some impulsive tendencies <laughs> in your life. Throwing rocks at kids skating. <laughs> Getting ice cream when there's some being made. And yeah, right up the road here, you know where it makes that curve? Or up here. Mm -hmm. where, where Randy's house is. Back towards the highway. That's where I wrecked my board. Ugh. I laid it over on its side. Oh, man. Yeah. That's how I got that. As Dad shows the scar on his inner arm. Really? Yeah. So how did, the, how did that happen? Yeah. I 
had my arm out the window and when it rolled over. No, I mean, how did, the, how did it roll over? How, what caused the roll Spin over? out on rocks or? No, I just, I lost a hubcap. One of those fancy spinners. Yeah. <laughs> and I had it on the front while I lost one. And I thought I'd seen it out in the field. And when I did, I put my brakes on and ran into the ditch. Went into the ditch and then rolled it over. Were you the only... Well, I didn't roll it completely, just on the side. On the side. Were you the only person in the car? Huh? Were you the only person in the car? Yeah. Well, that was lucky. Yeah, yeah. All over a hubcap. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> that was your first Ford you wrecked? Huh? That was your first car? That, yeah. that, that was that 55 Ford? I think I was done making payments on it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't that know was how the much best. it cost, but it wasn't a whole lot. Of... I say, what was car payments like? Two dollars a where month. I bought that from. Oh, that was. Dad went with me, and he picked out the car. That's the one for you. <laughs> oh. That's the one I'm going to buy. I think that also went when you got me the, the Buick LeSabre, too, when I was turning yeah. 16. You didn't get the LeSabre, was it? You had a Buick. It was a Buick. Cutlass. Cutlass Supreme, that's Cutlass. right. They had a Buick I LeSabre. I can't even remember my yeah. own first car. Yeah. Well, your first car was a Camaro, right? No, that was the second one after the uh, Cutlass Supreme had a, an accident. Yeah, I'm sorry, Andy. This isn't about you. This yeah, is, uh, this sorry. Is about Dad. And again, so, Dad, I tell you what, we do have to pause because... We've run out of time here. Like, it resets. It'll stop on its own. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with Mom, okay? Okay. Just pause. All right. Wow. Yeah, so, like, did you meet Mom first and then started working there? Because he was dating me. Oh, okay. okay. All right, so then we need to back up a little bit before working on the farm. So how did, how did he meet you? Can you I, tell it? I met you. Uh, I worked for my uncle. And we're back. Uh, we are, uh, again, very honored to be joined by uh, the two parental units of the Link family. Parental units. John and Irma Link. The uh, reasons we're here. The, <laughs> John is, uh, their dad is telling us his life story. And uh, I got to say, I... I figured out a lot of stuff about, you know, how, why I, I am kind of the way I am yeah, I sometimes. Figured out, I figured out Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely figured out Henry. And they always wondered why I aggravated my little sister all the time. <laughs> yeah, right? Seems pretty obvious now. Yeah. Here dad is throwing rocks at the uh, wheels of roller skaters. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite news story that I've not heard before. I love that. So where we where we left off, Dad had uh, just wrecked his fifty five Ford uh, while he thought he 52. saw fifty two Ford. I'm sorry, while he saw, thought he saw his hubcap out in the field somewhere. <laughs> so he um, so you took your car to go get fixed over in St. Louis, and um, how many more years did you get out of it? Yeah, I was I was working at at. Uh... Potter Electric Burglar Alarm Company over in St. Louis. And then I'd help her dad whenever I wasn't working. And uh, let's see. 
that's where I had it fixed over on. It's somewhere around, let's see, we on 12. Somewhere around on 16th or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Over there, street. And you would have been about 18 years old here then, right? 19. Yeah. 19? Okay. Mom's back from her phone call. Well, come on, tell us about it. No. <laughs> See, that's the trouble. Why say something? No. Um, so you got so you got it fixed, and then you, how long did you have? Did you have it before you got your real first car that you paid for? I started using oil, and I want I wanted to get a different one. So, Dad took me to Belleville, and I wanted a '56 Chevy. That's why I really wanted. Yeah. And everywhere I looked, oh, you don't want that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that one. You don't want that's been run to death. And so I, had, I finally ended up getting a '56 Mercury. Yeah, four door hard top. And you paid for and this yourself. I, and and you paid for this yourself. Yeah, he yep. wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. And then we went, then I went after I was working over there for a while. I went joined the Air Force. Well, going back to this car, this 56 Mercury. I have a question from a, a long distance listener down in Seguin, Texas who was asking me to find out what your favorite car that you've ever owned has been. Would this 56 Mercury fall into that category? Uh, probably a 56 Mercury or a 62 Chevy. Yeah? <laughs> Either one of them. Both convertibles? No. No. No convertibles. Hard tops. Hard tops? Okay. Yeah. Not the Impala? Huh? Not the Impala? Oh, no, it's not the Impala was your favorite? The olive green? That wasn't no, it was. That oh. was a Malibu. Oh, oh Malibu, yeah. that's right. I'm sorry, my bad. That, the 62 was an Impala. Yeah. It was white with red interior, and it had the shape of a convertible top, you know? Yeah. It was top of the line. I was in the service, and everybody couldn't figure out how an Aaron III <laughs> could have a... It's a Breaking Bad situation. Yeah, a brand new car. I mean, it was brand spanking new. Yeah. And a brand new house trailer. Yeah. We did it, didn't we? <laughs> well, okay, well, Mom, we... was a, Mom was a movie star at the time, yeah. right? <laughs> to afford all that. No, I worked, though. Had a job. So before we jump then to you in the Air Force, let's go back to uh, you and mom. And, you know, you started to work on Grandpa's farm over here. Um, how did... How did that happen? Yeah, like, how, how did you know that he needed work? Uncle Ed, on the other side of New Athens. In the summer. And uh, on, on, the, on the summer vacation. Mm-hmm. And Nancy, his daughter, and Irma were real good friends. And they wanted to go to um, dances all the time. And I would come home 
or whenever he went up to pick Irma up so they could go to the dance. I would come home, spend a day, night, or what? How long did I, I stay? I don't know how long you stayed there. I, the very first time I met him, we were going to go to the, Nancy and I were going to go to the dance. So Nancy and her mom and dad and him came by and picked me up. And Nancy and I went to the dance. He was in the back seat when I got in the car. I sat in the front seat. Nancy was in the front with her dad and she scooted over and I sat there. So she introduced me to him in the back seat and he didn't say much. He kind of crawled in the corner and <laughs> had his white t-shirt on, I remember that. But he didn't say nothing. Did, did you have smokes rolled up in the sleeves? <laughs> Probably not. I don't think at that time. And, but then when we got to Smith and he went in his house there, you know, above the post office. Well, we all went in there. But then Nancy and I went to the picnic and the dance over there at Turner Hall. And I don't know. I think one time when we went, you and your girlfriend and your sister went too. But then I never saw him again. This was probably between my sophomore and junior year in high school, the summertime. Mm -hmm. And I never saw him again until the end of my junior year. And that's when he came by the house one night with some other guys. Yeah. I went out to go out to take junk out to the chickens, you and know, so how we did. Old Green Plymouth, I would say it was probably a... I don't remember. I know you were with a bunch of other guys. 50, maybe. And I was going out, and they were going by, and they were going real slow. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they saw me, and he, they stopped, and he said something to me from the car. Do you remember what he said? And, no, I don't oh, remember do what he said. Do you remember what... Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catcall? You didn't do anything like that? I don't no. remember. But I recognized who it was. Yeah. So I did talk to him. And they went on their way, and I went and did what I wanted to do. But then after that, he started getting in touch with me. Do you remember, like, blushing at the time? No, probably not. No? You didn't, you weren't like, oh, oh, John Link is talking to me. No, it would be Dennis. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't that's know his fair, name was that's John. Fair. No Johns. Uh, no Johns. <laughs> no, I didn't know his name was John. This was at the end, like, maybe April in my junior year. And so then it was time for prom, my junior prom, and his senior prom. But we didn't go together. I went with somebody else and he went with his girlfriend. But it was the same prom, the no, same school. No, he was in Freeburg. Okay. Uh -huh. He went to Freeburg. And uh, so, you know, we both went to our own proms, but then he did invite me to his graduation. That's a pretty short turnaround. Yeah. And so That's a I, short turnaround from prom to graduation. Yeah, yeah, but he invited me to his graduation, and I went to the graduation. That's when I found out his name was John, because it was on the little card, <laughs> and when they did the, the diploma, you know, it was John Dennis Lake. Right. That's when I found out what his real name was. So then you went to prom with Darlene Ledbetter, is that what you said her name was? Yeah. 
And so, did you, did you break up with her to pursue mom? Yeah. Okay. All what? right. So, what? you were like, you know, this is fine, but I'm going after that. But that Irma has this going on. Yeah. <laughs> did you see her carrying out those scraps to the chicken yard? Yes. <laughs> So after you holler Dennis, at her from the car, Dennis broke up with with Darlene so he could go with Irma. <laughs> John went with Irma. So how did you ask her out? How'd you ask Mom out? Yeah, I don't remember. Probably a phone call. Oh really? Not like since he was always going by your house, he didn't oh, pop he didn't in always and go. he didn't have a car. Yeah, he depended on that's true other yeah. people to drive him, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and when we went out on a date, he used his dad's car. That's what we went in. Dad or we took her dad's car. No. Which was probably a truck, right? Not, we were going <laughs> together a long time it. before I would take my dad's car. That <laughs> wasn't in the beginning. You had to provide the transportation. Okay, well, how, did, how did Grandma and Grandpa Parker... How did they react to you? Do you did you do you remember feeling uh, intimidated? I was their favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I I guess they. I, well, they, I, I passed their inspections. Right. I, I mean, do you remember though feeling intimidated because this was Grandpa's eldest daughter, and you know here is this. This other guy coming in and, you know, trying to Doesn't swoop have in. his own car. Yeah, yeah. Here I was taking out their babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm, <laughs> that's true, because mom was babysitting all of her little sisters. <laughs> but and, what I chalk it up to is that you're kind of like Andy and I, where you have this personality that parents just, oh, just dig. Oh, swoon. Yeah, and so you didn't have a problem at all with, you know, winning them over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your first date. You called her up and you asked her on a date. And I just don't really remember. I probably did, or I did. You but... probably did. So what did and you... And you got to remember now, this was a phone that hung on the wall. And you dig this, you know, two longs and three shorts and all this kind of stuff to call who you were calling. And everybody else on the line that was on the line with you could pick up their phone and oh, listen. It was awesome. a party line. Yep, yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you kind of kept your conversation. You didn't end it with like, I love you smoochy kids right, type of exactly. thing. Right, exactly. You hey, didn't girl. do stuff like that. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> so... Marcella. Marcella would have been listening. <laughs> oh, Marcella, the old neighbor who lived by. All right. So, where did you go on your first? Yeah, date? where do you go on your first date? You pick her. You pick her up. What? So where where did you take her on the first date? You pick her up. On the first date, I don't know. We went to a movie. Did yep. we? Uh huh. Do you remember the movie? I'm oh, thinking yeah. it was uh, the Unforgiven. Clint that was no, that wasn't a Clint Eastwood. This was an older movie. I was trying to think. I can picture the guy who was in it, but I can't tell you what his name was anymore. Um, the Unforgiven. I think that was the name of it. Okay. To the Google machine, Dave. 
so um so he picks you up you guys go see the unforgiven did you guys get ice cream do like dinner or something like that no i think we just went to the movie and then we probably stopped and had something afterwards the unforgiven was a 1960 movie and who was in it burt lancaster yes and audrey hepburn and audie murphy look at that Mm. so you might have went to mcdonald's afterwards I don't know if we went there or not. I don't remember. There was one McDonald's in Belleville to go to. Now, you went to the... This is the drive-in you went to, right? No, or was this an actual movie? It was yeah. a theater. Okay. Where is there one that... Lincoln, was like, the Lincoln. The Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's either Lincoln or the Ritz. It was one of them on East Main Street. The price hadn't changed then, since. <laughs> for the if we didn't go to McDonald's, we went to this wavy roof. Place. Yeah, and probably got an ice cream or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember that part of it. So were you, uh, like, were you nervous the whole time? Did you guys chat the whole time? What was it like? I don't know. Probably talked more then than we do now. <laughs> well, you pretty much discussed everything under the sun at this point. So, <laughs> so I mean, you don't remember being nervous or anything like that, though? Not any more so than I was with anybody else I went on a date with. Hmm. I mean, wow. I, I had went on dates before, so it wasn't wow. my first time. Mom Brad. Yeah, I know, I know. We'll get to the mom interview where she talks about having like 18 boyfriends <laughs> before dad. <laughs> no, not really. He was my first boyfriend. I went out with other guys, but I, he was my first boyfriend. He was the first guy that I went steady with. Okay. He gave me a ring, his class ring to wear. Really? How long? Yeah. And there's a lot of questions here. While I was a senior in high school. Like, how long were you dating before you got the ring? The class ring. The class ring. Yeah. Not very long. No? Boy. You link boys act fast. (laughs) Yes, he did. Gosh. Finally, you got to lock it down. You, John, and Andy. I knew what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah, he knew what he wanted. Uh, But anyway, yeah. I probably wore his class ring the whole senior year. Nice. In school. All right, so on your first date, you get done movie theater, you stop by the wavy roof place or McDonald's or whatever. Is there a kiss at the end of the night? Probably, but I don't remember. Oh, oh come God. on. <laughs> Dad, do you remember? No. Oh, man. So you it don't probably re- was. You he don't probably re- walked me to the door and yeah. kissed me, and I walked in, and he went home. And butterflies. And then you shut the door behind you, laid against the door, and fell down to the ground. Slid down and swooning. swooning. No, oh. I don't think so. Why wow. Why can't you just build you that up a little You are the least bit? romantic <laughs> human I've ever met. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no. Um, so, all right. So a couple of months into it, you get the class ring. Uh, you're graduated from high school now at this point and you're mm-hmm. working at potter's electric mm-hmm. and mom still has her senior year of high school mm-hmm. um you guys date throughout that whole year yeah we did yeah. but a lot of times he was working on weekends yeah but so if he was working on the weekend sunday night i went to the dance at smithen yeah because there were other boys there were other people and i liked to dance you do like to dance i do know that about you yes and I would go. Bonnie and I would go up there to the dance on Sunday nights. And, of course, by that time, I could drive. So, you know, I'd have Mom's car that I could take that or Bonnie would take her Mom's yeah. car. 
earlier than that, my, our mom, either my mom or Aunt Veronica would take us up there on Sunday night, and then the other mom would come and get us. Yeah. But uh, by that time, we could drive. So, Dad, did you find it pretty easy to just slide into her family? Like, what? Find it easy. Yeah. I mean, did, did was there a lot of trying to win them over? Was there, mm, after yeah, you started dating a couple times? Pretty easy. Yeah, I think so. It was no big problem. No? No. They weren't worried about this young kid in his fast car running it <laughs> off the road over there? Probably were, but if I, was there, if I would have been the parent, I would have been. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how long after Mom graduated high school did you propose? He proposed and he gave me an engagement ring in March of 62. Okay, so... I graduated in 61. Oh. All right, so waited about a year. So you guys... Yeah. So in March, he had went into the service already by that time. Okay, so he went in in 61. <clears throat> when did you go into the service, Dan? October 61. October the 5th. So you been in about six months then. What? So, I, I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I do, I, I do want to go back real quick, though, because how did you know that mom was the one that you wanted to propose to. I just always knew that. Yeah? First time I seen her. I... From the back seat of the car where you didn't talk to her or later on? I guess. <laughs> mom didn't figure it out till he proposed. And then she's right. like, okay, well, well, I guess, I guess I'll take this. <laughs> so, so you just always kind of knew that this was the one for you. You always just kind of knew that this was the one for you. Yeah. I wasn't the one to run around much. And with other girls. And I found one that I liked. I stuck with it. And whenever I got tired or she got tired, then we split up. And I came along and seen little Ermie and... That's that's the one I wanted. Did you guys ever break up and get back together, or was there ever like mm -mm. No? no? We still we dated. Uh, we always dated. He'd get mad at me sometimes because he he was a Jaws type, so I couldn't hardly look at another guy. He'd be all yeah. upset. Whenever you had me out in the field and you was riding around with us. With Bill? With we Bill. Weren't, we really weren't dating that much yet then. That was still in my junior year. I went to the prom with Bill <laughs> in a convertible. Oh, I have actually heard about Bill before. I, I do remember that. And then he came couple weeks later on a Saturday or something and wanted to give me a ride in the convertible again. And I did ride with him. I, he was, I had went on a date with him, but I wasn't committed to him. <laughs> I mean, cheapers. I wasn't wearing his rings. And I was a junior in high school. I can, I can respect that. Yeah. I can totally so, respect yeah. that. So. And that was the last time. Yeah. I went on a ride with him and I came back and that was the end of it. That was the last guy you ever 
considered before Dad. I never even considered him. He was just a friend. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Oh, God. I married somebody like him. You know, the look of disgust on your face was actually really good. I wish we had a picture of that. No. If this was Facebook Live, instead. I would not have ever married that guy. I never got, well, I would never have went steady with him. He was just a friend. He was somebody I knew. He lived up here in the brick school. Right. And, you know, rode the bus. And... He had just red hair. Yeah, he had red hair. <laughs> now, do I want to marry somebody with red hair? <laughs> I don't know who marries people with red hair. I don't know at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whatever happened to him. I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's even alive anymore. I mean, he might be dead by now because... Dad made him age. disappear. He's the same age as I am, so... What was his dead. last name? Bender. Bill Bender. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The only reason I went to the prom with him was because he had a convertible. Boy, mom was shallow yeah. back in the day. <laughs> you better believe it. That was cool. Uh, you know what? I, I applaud you admitting that. That's yeah. nice. He had a 62, was a 62 Chevy, wasn't he? No, it wasn't a Chevy. It was like an Oldsmobile or something like that. It really wasn't even his. It was his sister's or something. I don't remember. It belonged to somebody else, but he was using it. And he got to use it for the prom. And so, I went with him to the prom. So, who was the first person to say, I love you? First person at what? The first person to say, I love you. I don't know. You. <laughs> this is why I we needed you dumb. here. Huh? I was that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were first. So, is this like a week after you first started dating? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> It wasn't very long. <laughs> like he said, I think he had it in his head right away that this is it. So he was in a hurry. I love you. Wear my ring. Don't go with anybody else. <laughs> All right. So did you did you do the, oh, okay, or did you say it back? I don't know. Probably mm. didn't say it back right wow. away. Wow. Because I wasn't sure. Wow. How did... Uh... How did your family feel about mom whenever you brought her over to meet them? What? How did your family feel about mom when you brought her over to meet them? Oh, they didn't like it too much because she was Catholic. Oh. Oh, yeah. And that, oh, that was right, right there in a nutshell. That was a big sticking point for the links, huh? You better believe it. Because they were... Protestant? Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Presbyterian, yeah. They didn't we go to church there. on a regular basis, but they were concerned but, about But it mattered to them. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> so they didn't like her at first, um, or at least the idea of what she represented because she was Catholic. Yeah. It was, it was just the idea that she was Catholic, and I wasn't well, and you proved them right by switching straight to Catholicism, right? <laughs> I mean, you switched straight to Catholicism, so you kind of proved them right. You converted <laughs> for them. For... It's all right. I got you guys back because I switched back to Presbyterianism. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so uh, they didn't like her at first, but they did warm up to her. Well, they, they were nice. Warm up to her. Yeah. They were nice yeah. to me. They were never rude or anything like that. 
not to my face anyway. I don't know what they were like when I was gone. And again, the parents. But did your siblings all really like her? Was that was there a difference? You mean, like Carol and yeah, Carol, yeah, Carol and Bob and Carol might have. I guess. I don't know. If she had a problem with me or not. Yeah. And like Sissy and Richard, you know, were they like, oh, you got a great girl there? Sun wasn't around. We never saw much of him. Yeah, he was married and lived in Granite City. I never saw and much of him, not in the beginning. So, oh, all right. So you said, I love you. You said, okay, thanks, bud. <laughs> then you decide that you're going to marry this girl. How do you propose to her? I said, will you marry me? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, come on. You got to remember how you propose is a big moment in your life. Were you nervous? Were you sad? Where did you do it at? I guess it was out by the wash line, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was closer to the chicken house the first time you asked me. The wait, first wait, time. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> there, there's the buried story. The first time. Uh -huh. <laughs> but that was when I was like a senior in high school. I wasn't going to get married. Persistence, Dad. I like that about you. So you just said no, or you said, said I'm too young? Well, yeah, I'm like, too young. Let me think gotta, about it. I gotta go to school, and I gotta get a job. I got a life I'm gonna lead. I don't wanna get married. First of all, you gotta remember, I knew what marriage brings, because you have babies, and I didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I had four little sisters. I had enough of that stuff. <laughs> right, so you wanted to uh, be kid-free for a long time. Absolutely. Okay. And so I wanted respect. a job. But first, uh, yeah. Yeah, total first of all, my goal was to graduate high school and get me a job where I yeah. could make my own money. Yeah. And that's what I did. That's what I wanted to do. So how many times did it take Dad asking for you oh, to finally wear down? He finally, finally I agreed because I was older. I had been got a job. I was... You know, things were fine. And then he went into service. So the only way I could be with him is if I married him. So mm. I thought, you know, we'll get married. I loved him. So I was in love with him. Well, obviously. So it did for 50 years. I mean, it takes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was then too. Right. I did love him. I just had a little different idea of what I want to do first. You right, know? right. Yeah. And I've never regretted that. Because I had that experience. I had a job in Belleville for a while before we got married. When I got married, I had to leave that job. And then I got a job in Little Rock. So now, the time that she accepted, did you have a good speech? When she did finally say yes, did you have a great proposal speech for her? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. No, big, no big dramatic... No fireworks or sparklers. You didn't couple give clowns. Norma a couple of sparklers was, and have her oh, run around. Oh, you should have had so Norma. Go. Who can remember that? <laughs> I don't think so. And then, I don't think any of the parents were real happy about it. No? Why not? Well, first of all, you, you just already heard that his parents were real crazy about me. Right. And my mom said, you're too young. Yeah. So... They weren't any of them real happy, but, you know, if we were engaged and going to get married, they all... They all went along with, with it. it. Yeah. They all lived, lived with it. Matter of fact, before my mother passed away, she said to me once, she said, you know, when I first met Dennis 
and you wanted to marry him, I didn't think it would work. But she said, you found a good man. And she says, I really like him. It turned out it was, <laughs> it turned out to be great. But she didn't have that faith in it in the beginning. Right. But she admitted it to me. Well, good. When she was much older. Over here at the house one night when it got towards the end where she was getting ready to go to the nursing home. That yeah. probably had to make you feel really good. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I'll not forget it. That's one of the things I won't forget. Right. That she admitted that I had a good husband. You made yourself <laughs> a good decision a long time ago. Yeah. And she really liked him. It, yeah. She really did. I think those last years where when I was working and he'd go over there in the mornings and take her to the paper and he'd go in and talk to her a few minutes and I really think she grew to love him. Yeah. Mm. So uh, how long before you went in the service did you guys get married? He was in the service. Oh, so you were yeah, already right in the service. Mm -hmm. He had been in there for like six, well, for a year. We didn't get married till October, so you were in there for a whole year. And we got married and moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. But the wedding was back here. Mm -hmm. uh, and your best man was Ray Ogney? Yeah. Yeah. How did you pick him? How did I pick him? Yeah. I think Irma picked him. <laughs> he had to have a Catholic. Oh, okay. Yeah. He didn't have any Catholic friends. Oh, okay. Were they allowed at the wedding? or Who? His non-Catholic <laughs> friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For the best man. Right, the right. The person who has to sign the paper had to be Catholic. Gotcha. So? So you picked Ray Ogney, and you had... Bonnie Riso, right? Bonnie Riso. There Bonnie, you go. Bonnie Parker at the time. Who else? Who else was in your wedding party, Dad? Who all was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my brother, Bob or Robert. Robert. Uh, was Earl Cordner? Mm -hmm. He was Earl a gusher. Darlene. Uh, no. What was Carol Cordner? Oh, Carol Cordner. And the two little ones. Gary Itner. Uh, and the two little ones was Rick Bramer and Joanne. Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> so no no Nancy, the person that you introduced you? Mm -mm. No? Mm -mm. Wow. Big no, slight. I had Bonnie and Carol Cortner. Two cousins. Yeah. One from each side of my family. We would have had his sister in it. That's who I really wanted to have. Sissy or Carol? Carol. Yeah. But she couldn't afford to buy the dress. No. Oh. To be in it. And her mom and dad wouldn't pay for it. No? No. Wow. That's rough. So she couldn't be in it. But we did ask her first. Yeah. What about Sissy? Sissy was much older. She Yeah. She had three kids and Mm. She wouldn't be interested in being in that way. In her 30s, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. let's see, I was 19. You were 20. I was 18. When we got, you were 20 when we got married, so she was probably 29 or 30. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, first uh, dance song you guys had at your wedding? First one? First dance song? Oh, I think I know the answer. I think I do too. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's. Um, Play Misty. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Play Misty. 
Miss Diaz. That was our tall. So I'm gonna, I am going to pause it again right here. We're at about 35 minute mark. And now we're, I feel like we're gonna segue into the Air Force stuff. So I think we have a very natural stopping point at this point. Well, I was in the Air Force back in 1965. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went in. So no, 61, you went in. Or 61, I went 65, in. we came home. I came home every other weekend. It's a long drive. Just about, didn't I? He didn't drive it. He hitchhiked it. Oh, jeez. Wow. And you wow. Went, you hitchhiked every weekend? No. Every every other weekend. <coughs> when he was in Little Rock. Me, Not from me. Texas or any of that. When he was in Little Rock. Still okay. Little Rock to Belva. That's a long, long That's a four wow. and a half hour drive from here. And that's a lot of trusting random stranger. How, how were you not murdered? <laughs> it was a different world. Right. I guess. Wow. It was a different world. And the boy this... in an Air Force uniform is standing there by the highway needing to ride. A lot of people yeah, that's true. would pick him up because they trusted him. Right. So when you came home, would you stay with your parents or would you stay with Grandma yeah. Grandpa? I stayed over there, but and mom, but I spent my time with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> snap! So when you went into the Air Force, where did you go for like basic training type of stuff? I went from here to San Antonio, and I was there for six weeks. I went from San Antonio to Amarillo. Texas, oh. and this was in December. Let me tell you, you don't want to be in Amarillo Ever? in December. <laughs> Why is that? Cold, snow, the wind blew this way in the morning, this way in the evening. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> And went from, how long was I there? I think like six months, or, well, maybe not quite that long. Three months? 90 days, maybe? Then I went from... And then you went to Little Rock. Because you were in Little Rock starting in March of that year. No, I'm going to assume you would write Mom letters and you would write him letters. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I I don't know if you quite would make phone calls. I beat my letters home just about. <laughs> <laughs> Do those still exist? Do you still have those letters? I don't know. I I have them in the attic. I've got stuff in the attic. Okay. Huh. Fantastic. That's pretty cool that you could pull up letters. That's pretty neat. Why have, have you went through them as an adult? Like, not you were an adult then, but I mean, like later in life, have you went back through them? No. no? No? Mm -mm. You don't want to take a trip down memory lane? Mm -mm. Huh. Not with those. I find memories appear. Okay. You got the filtered version of, of things. <laughs> okay. What made you go into the Air Force? Like, what, not what made you go, what, what made you choose that? Was well, it because of... Back then, you almost had to be in some line of service because you was drafted if not. He, he was drafted, drafted for two years. No, three years. 
two years for the Army. Oh, two years for But Army. he would have been drafted. There was no doubt. Because that was again 62, you said? 61 is when he went in. You know, the Berlin Wall went up. There was, Unless you went to college or you weren't healthy, you were drafted. And this that, was pre-Vietnam, though. <clears throat> yeah. And they were still, they were drafting that early. Oh, yeah. I, it, they okay. always drafted. And to be, you know, as long as I can remember, they drafted back then. Like my uncles who were in <clears throat> World War II were drafted. Right. right. So having seen your older brother go through the Air Force, you knew that that was something you could do. He joined because there wasn't, I mean, he went, he wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. yeah. And that was the way to do it, I guess. So, yeah, but I think that's why he decided on the Air Force. He figured Air Force is better than the Army. That's what you were thinking. Because yeah. you said the Air Force was two years versus three for the Army? Army was two. Air Force is four. Air Force was four. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that, that was more of a guaranteed like paycheck then for four years, essentially, by being... Yeah. <laughs> it's true. $95 a day. Month. Oh, 95 <laughs> a month. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, and wow. And yet you afforded that nice now car. Yeah. <laughs> were you selling drugs? What were you doing? <laughs> now, after we were married, he got an additional $100 a month for housing because, mm. you know, when he was in there before, he was on the base. So right. they don't pay you. They provide you. Yeah. So once you're married and you have to provide your own house, they gave you housing allowance of $100. So he had a $195 check, and I had $200 minus taxes. Wow. Hmm, that movie good. star business pays off. Oh, yeah. $200 a month. Not a week. Right, right. But still, 200 bucks a month is pretty good considering... Plus, she had my 95 90. 96, wasn't it? 96 what? Huh? 96 what? Dollars a month. I didn't get that. You got it. It came in your name. I know, but mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah, you got $100. But it's been just as easy. You had like $195 a month is what we had. Did you, when you got in there and you're going through basic, did you get to choose kind of what path you wanted to take? Like, did you have an interest in becoming a pilot? Did you... No, they said. <laughs> they said, oh, you make a good mechanic. <laughs> so, here's old John on the flight line, on the B-47s. And going to school for being a jet mechanic. And I thought, Jet Mechanic, I'll get stationed out at Scott. <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping. But they said, no, you're going into B-47, which is, was that four engines or was it two? Twins. <laughs> I think it was two. The big old things. Yeah. Like. And then 
It's, yeah. And then I had this accident with the 56 Mercury. And I, they didn't think I was going to walk. Wow. They took out about two-thirds of my kneecap. And then I was in the hospital for, oh, God. Do you remember? A couple weeks, oh probably. It was right before we were supposed to get married. Really? Wow. He was in the hospital. Did they prop you up at the church, like with... Oh, no, he was fine by the time we actually got married. He, oh, okay. He walk. Okay, what happened with the accident? Irma, was, Irma and I was living in Little Rock. Mm-mm. We weren't married yet when that accident happened. Huh? We weren't married yet when you had that accident with the car. No. When we got married... Mm-hmm. I had got an apartment in Little Rock. It was a dandy. You had to go through these people's front room to get up to our <laughs> our, uh, our our bungalow. That our kitchen floor was about like that, wasn't it? You it, was, say? it was the, it was the roof of the of the porch down below is what it was. And uh, we had a bedroom and a living room. And a kitchen, a bathroom. And the kitchen, yeah. Ah, that indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah, we indoor plumbing. It's coming back around. We had a shower. Had... And we had a dog named Penny. <laughs> Well, but with the car accident prior to the wedding, what happened? Were you in your car by yourself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, we, I was one of these, the very first time I'd ever taken the car. Mm -hmm. and it, was her, it was my car, but I gave it to her. And I was going to wash it and wax it. Fix it all, get it all tip top shape again. And that's what I was taking it to Little Rock for. Or back to. Back to the base. Jacksonville. And the weekend come. Well, here I am. I gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, that evening, I left Jacksonville. It was a three-day weekend. I don't remember what day. Maybe Labor Day weekend. I don't remember. Could have been Labor Day weekend. And if it was three days, there was this other kid that was hitchhiking along the road, so I stopped and picked him up. And he got out in, what town was that? I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. Well, he got out in the town before I had this accident. And whenever I had this accident, I was probably doing 60, 65, because that 
that was the speed limit back then. Well, I was going through the hills of Missouri and whenever my headlights came down off the hill, there was an old pickup truck ahead of me and about six kids pushing it to get it started. Oh gosh. Wow. So they they scattered. I hit I had to back into that pickup truck and that's about well my knee hit the dash. That's what messed it up. And then the I I went to the to Fredericktown. That's to where the, the ambulance took hospital. you. Huh? That's where the ambulance took you. Yeah. I went to Fredericktown to the into the hospital and I found out later that the kid that was driving the pickup truck was in the Navy. He was was he on pass or not? I don't have any idea. I don't know nothing about him. I don't know. Anyway. W was any of them hurt? No. No? Uh, the guy in the, that was in the Navy, I think he got a cut on his head or something. He, he ended up in a real deep ditch across that you couldn't get through around this way. And I was crossways in the road, so we stopped all the traffic. And some guy from Arkansas Best Freight System in a tractor trailer coming up the hill. And I was across the road, and he was here. And the ambulance took me to Fredericktown. I don't know where that boy went to. Anyway. That's and from there, he they transferred him down to the VA hospital in Little Rock. Right, and got him back on base. And the Air Force took care of all the medical stuff on it. And they didn't think you would actually walk again? Huh? They didn't think you would actually walk again? No. Wow. This... I, had a, I was in the hospital there for a week or two weeks. Yeah, it was a while. And then... The, government said, oh, John Link. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they know your name they was said, Dennis? you got to get to the, back to the base. So dad and mom took me back to, to Little Rock, the VA hospital is where I went. And I was in there for a long time. A couple weeks anyway. Wow, a couple weeks, huh? Well, I don't remember well, exactly. I well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what else were you going to do? Uh, they, I was taking whirlpool back treatments on my knee or on my leg. And it got to where I could at least hobble around. Yeah. So then they said, oh, you're, you're going to have to come back to the base. So I went back to the base and I... Pull CQ duty. CQ duty? I was in the dorm, and whenever somebody would, would call for somebody, I'd have to go to the 
ruined get him out of my so, shirt. I, so huh. they gave the guy who could barely walk the job to go and get people. Okay. That is, that's the government right there. A glorified alarm clock. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Dan, um, our, our time is about to record out here. Uh, we will take a natural break here. Um, we are going to pause and, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, oh, I thought we was going to make it another night. Well, well we want to... Go through the Air Force. We want to make it through the Air Force here. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, you know, get through this side of the John Link saga. And then, then we'll take a break. We paid three hours for this. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get three hours out of you, Dan. <laughs> uh, your agent and us negotiating. <laughs> your agent. Well, let's see. Well, well, hold on. So, so <laughs> before you go off, uh, I just want to reset. We're still here with uh, with John and Irma Link, uh, our parents, and uh, Dad had just had a incredibly bad car accident that nearly cost him his ability to walk. Uh, he's down in the VA hospital in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, Dad, you want to take it from there? Oh, we just surprised him. Yeah, I surprised him. <laughs> <laughs> so did mom come and visit you in the hospital? Well, let's see. I went from the hospital and being CQ, and this didn't, didn't happen over overnight. It was a long time. And during this time, I lost, I don't know, all my uh, training, see, whenever... I was, whenever I went to Little Rock, I was a 43131E, which meant I was a jet mechanic over over two engines. So. Was that a specific, were you assigned to a specific plane or a specific type of plane? Um, I guess it was that type of Plane. Type of plane? Yeah, anything that was over two engines. Oh, okay. So it wasn't and like you were part of a crew that maintained one specific plane. But I'm supposed to be going to school. Mm. And I couldn't go to school because I couldn't get down to the flight line. I could go, but they had the bus. I had to depend on a bus. And... I got when uh, I got my four three one three one e, and the next one was a a five level, which meant I was I could do the work myself. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you go from a five level to a seven level. And this five level, I was never there to for the school part. They had me up at the barracks, taking care of a CQ. So they wouldn't they wouldn't let me 
be a mechanic anymore. They said, oh, you're going to have to go down to the wash rack. Really? Oh, gosh. And they wouldn't let you be a mechanic because of the accident or because of you were so far behind? Because I was so far behind. Ugh. And this wash rack was a pain in the butt. Hmm. Because all you did was wash airplanes. Oh, gosh. You washed, washed them or stripped them. Took the paint off. And there was... That's where they mostly put the flunkies. <laughs> the flunkies. I mean, but there was about seven of us down there at this wash rack. And they had scheduled an airplane to come in and be washed yeah. or stripped. And there you'd see us out there with a brush. Brushing these things down. <laughs> the most meaning, meaningless job you could possibly have all day long. So the other six flunkies with you, were they guys who had gotten in some sort of trouble? Were they guys who had had injuries and fallen behind also? I, they just, we just fell behind in our training. Of course, there was, a, there was one injury I see of the tech sergeant in charge of us. But whenever we, we wasn't washing airplanes, we was playing pinochle. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of, a lot of times they schedule an airplane to be washed and well, one, two, three, we'd hurry up and get it done washed. And then we had to wait for him to come down with a uh, mule and drag it back and put it out on the line mm -hmm. and bring another one in. We could only get maybe one. Uh, we could only get one strip down in a day. But we could wash maybe two or three. In between our car games. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you made sure you were very efficient at washing the airplanes to get back to the pinnacle. And now is this, this is pre-wedding also, or this is post-wedding? Huh? This, this washing the planes and stripping the planes, this is pre-wedding, right? Well, you were doing that after we were married, too. For oh, okay. okay. It's kind of the same general era. So how long did you have to, were you stuck in this position? Well, I wrote... I wrote to um, Congressman Price. Huh? Congressman Price? Yeah, Mel Price. I told him, I said, I was wanting to stay in the service, but I'll not stay in for any more time to wash airplanes. Yeah? Boy, one, two, three. Um, my company commander, the top not <laughs> called me into the office and he said, why did you write to congressman? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I didn't want to wash airplanes forever. <laughs> he said, well, what do you want to do? 
And I said, I, I would like to go to the carpenter shop. Hmm. Did you just pull that out of nowhere? like, Or did you really want to do carpenter shop? Yeah, I really wanted it. Yeah. And... Did you have a buddy in the carpenter shop? Like, did you have, did you know somebody who was already there and that's what made you want to go there? Or no. this was a skill you just kind of... This base, the base has got all kinds of people on it. Mm -hmm. There was carpenter shop, plumbers, tenors, mm -hmm. and electricians and whatever. And they was belonged to the civil engineer squadron. And I thought, well that's got to be better than washing than planes this. all day. So So he put you in there, huh? huh? Your your commander put you in there, huh? About a week later, I guess I was moved, wasn't it? I don't remember how long. I just know you get moved to the carpenter shop. And, and is this the same <laughs> Mel Price from Mel Price Park in Swansea? Yeah. Huh. huh. I have to tell you, that takes an incredible amount of balls. It does. That's really... Like, you didn't just go to your boss or your boss's boss. You went to your boss's boss's <laughs> boss's boss. And you're like, hey, you know what? I ain't doing this anymore. <laughs> like, that is ballsy. How, who gave you that idea? I had I had the squadron commander in trouble. Yeah. Oh, wow. So did you, I mean, did you face repercussions? Like, did he come down on you? Huh? Did he come down on you because you got him in trouble? Yeah, he, he said, get out. <laughs> <laughs> but after I got out... Or after I did that, there wasn't more of the wash rack. Yeah. Huh. They they disarmed it. <laughs> <laughs> Your letter. They had they had a few guys that didn't want to change. Yeah. But the ones that stayed there, that's all they did. Hmm. Wash airplanes. Right, and if that was their if that's all they wanted to do, fine. But if you also want to make something and out of yourself, you couldn't make no rank. You couldn't. Oh, you couldn't. You couldn't make rank down there doing that either. So you were just stuck there, no matter what. Wow, that's that is. Yeah. I mean, so you just did anyone give you a hint at something <laughs> that maybe maybe you ought to write your congressman? <laughs> yeah, how did you get that Why idea? Why did you get that idea, Mom? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. It could have been your brother. Huh? It could have been your brother that said to do that. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I mean, it's a fantastic yeah. idea. It's a I, very, again, ballsy idea to do that. That's incredible. Anyway, I wrote him, and he straightened him out. Wow. <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah, but I can't imagine the repercussions you faced by your squadron leader for having overstepped, we'll say, or having made him be put in his place. That probably was an uncomfortable, you know, week or two. A couple for you. weeks. Yeah. In the old cafeteria when you uh I don't know. I don't I don't remember that. And I wasn't there, so I don't know what it was like. So and then uh 
this is this is mom's already moved down here now at this point. You guys are married and you're both living in in Arkansas. Um, are you living in Jacksonville? We lived in Little Rock for three months. We got married in October, and in January, the end of January, we moved into our mobile home hmm. in Jacksonville. That you purchased, too, right? We you weren't bought. renting, you purchased it. Actually, we went right to the factory and was able to pick out the colors in it, the flooring, just like if you build a house. Yeah. Is that because a congressman helped you with that, too? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. The guy who we bought it from, bought it through, was in Jacksonville. Yeah. And the factory was there in Jacksonville. Huh. And so he took us out there and we just told him what we wanted. Most trailers those days, they put paneling up and the paneling was the same color in every room all the way through the trailer. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we didn't do that. We had one color in the kitchen and then there was a break and you had a different color paneling for the living room. And then back, the rest of it was another color. Fancy. And the same with the flooring. We had different flooring for the kitchen and the a living room and then the bedrooms were different so it looked like a house that's instead pretty of cool. a mobile home <clears throat> so we had a really very nice mobile home yeah <clears throat> for those days it was only 10 by 50 but at that time 10 by only, 50 yeah. was a big trailer and there's only two of you so yeah yeah and it had two bedrooms so what are you driving at this point you're you know you're um other car was wrecked. What are you driving now? 62 Chevrolet. What are you driving now at this point? Where was I driving? No, what were what? you driving? What car were you driving now? The 62 Chevy. 62 Chevy, which was your second or tied for first yeah. favorite car. And nobody could figure out how we got that. <laughs> I feel like there's a story here. Like you keep hinting at that. And you notice, Dave, and the viewers on msnbc later on when we do this we'll see this the smirks the looks you guys give each other about this uh, uncle wally was our lifesaver yeah him and millie came down to see us no that no well they came down to see us but that was after we were in the mobile home yeah um, we when we came home for christmas we talked to them about borrowing enough money to pay for the car, pay it off, and buy the mobile home. And they agreed to loan us the money to do that. Wow. And by that, we were not set into a certain amount of money every month. Right. But we always paid a certain amount, sometimes a little more if we could afford it. Yeah. And we always kept those. We paid it back. We By the month, we paid them back some principal Plus whatever interest was due for that month. And he actually he actually charged you interest too. So oh yes, to... they did. They charged okay. interest. And this was your uncle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uncle Wally. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of Uncle Wally before. How uh, was it awkward borrowing money from family? I mean, was was he just independently pretty well off? They had money. Yes, they yeah. never mm -hmm. had children, so they had money, and and they were. They were very nice people. And you were the favorite nephew. Uh, yes. They liked him. <laughs> <laughs> they did like him. And so did his Uncle Ed. You know, that he worked for him this summer. He liked him. No hand, Ed, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He was, he, he liked him. There was talk at one point of him moving in with Ed and Stell. 
and living there. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Was it your last year of school or something like that? But then it never fell. It fell through. It didn't happen. I don't know why. But there was talk that he was going to move in with him because he liked him and he was good help. And he didn't have a son. Yeah. Um, well, good thing he didn't because this whole thing wouldn't have happened. It was nice. And this Uncle Wally was also very nice. And they always did like him, too. Hmm. So you, you got the car in the house <laughs> and you've got the wife. And you've got now the promotion there in the Air Force, so things are going pretty good, huh? Like, this is... Well, yeah, I guess I got the promotion now. Yeah, you got you got uh, a promotion after you were in the carpentry. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to take a test to be a carpenter. And my training was out of a book. Really? So, they said, you're going to have to take a test at such and such a building at such and such a time. And I said, okay. I took, I took my test and I made the high, highest scoring possible on that test. So I got promoted to Airman Second, which was how much more? Well, it made a little more. I don't remember. It wasn't much more, but it was a little more. I moved up. Yeah. <laughs> I had two stripes. Two stripes. Ooh. Two stripes, yeah. <laughs> and all these little Airman Thirds running around. Of course, I was in wasn't too much more, but... Did they have to salute you? <laughs> Did they have to salute you? Yeah. <laughs> I would just like to point out that Dad smiled while he said that. <laughs> when we when we lived in this trailer court, I was the youngest airman there, an airman third, mm. living with... All these sergeants. Sergeants. Wow. Sergeants. Wow. Officers. <laughs> on, yeah. On, well, Myrick next to us was an airman first, wasn't he? Yeah. I bet that. And then the one Dick next door and, and then next door across the street was sergeant. And Richardson on this side was a sergeant. Yeah. But that and was down great. Down below the hill was officers. And there was officers. I don't remember. You that. probably made great connections, and <laughs> you know had friends yeah, in high places. They were in different fields out there. They weren't uh, in the carpenter trade. Okay, so then you're in the carpenter trade. What are you building for the Air Force? Uh, I wasn't really building anything. What they what they did was like if somebody was moved in or out of a house. Oh, yeah. And they said, oh, this needs doors or needs flooring. Mm -hmm. They'd send me out there, me or one of the other guys. There was probably about eight of us in the, in the carpenter shop. 
and we had, I think there was about three civilians that worked with us. And then after a while, they said, John, would you like to take the guys out? And from then on, I'd take the guys out. They gave me a, an account of line forward with one of them little stub noses. Oh, yeah. And I'd take the guys out, drop them off, or better, we'd go to the missile silo, and that's where we'd be doing repairs. Huh. Or they called and said, oh, we want a different, different door on this place. <laughs> you were the guy they called. <laughs> and if we did a real good job, we got time off for it. Oh, really? Right on. Yeah. Like hours or days off? Huh? Like hours off or days off? Days. Wow, nice. You got a day off or a night off. A day <laughs> off. <laughs> so who was who was John Link's best friend there in the Air Force? Who's, who who is your like guy you talk to all the time? I guess Sergeant Carey. Oh, you're talking about Sergeant? Yeah. Mm. Okay. He was your guy that you you get together, have a beer with, or talk to, or just whatever. Huh? He was a guy you'd get together, have a beer with, talk to, vent to. Yeah. I'm gonna have to take a break. No, okay. that's fine. All right, we're gonna a good stopping point for a minute.